When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to part two of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I'm your host, as always, Tony Defio. And if you stayed with me for the live portion of the show on YouTube or Facebook, I, I thank you. If you if you download a part two, I thank you for that. So you guys are awesome. And uh, I just want to get to, to a a a, uh, a live chat comment from BMW Benji. That's that's quite the name. And he says Haskins look like it looks like a two. Mason does not look like a two. You can even argue Dobbs looks better than Mason. Well, I I don't know if you've been been to camp yet there, uh, Benji, but that's uh, a lot of people are excited about about Haskins. Uh, I've heard some good things coming out of camp about him. Uh, you know, according to what I've I've heard, he didn't look so hot in in the uh, spring sessions, and mini camp, and in the OTAs. Uh, maybe that was un- understandably so since he was new to the, to the, to the organization and he, like everybody else had to learn a new system. Um, but he's looked a lot better at training camp from what I've heard. So, but as far as Mason Rudolph's concerned, I don't think anybody's really going to be too excited about him until he, he actually gives them something extraordinary to be excited about. And he really, and he really has not done that so far in his uh, short NFL career. He's, he's had some decent moments here and there, but he's never had that one, even Landry Jones kind of had those kind of moments early on in, in his career uh, when, he, when he filled in uh, in 2015. He had uh, a couple of passes. Some might say Martavis Bryant really helped him out with those two touchdowns he threw, and that went over the Cardinals, and it was really more Martavis than it was Landry Jones. But at least he had some, some uh, decent moments to, to really uh, sort of uh, 
hold on to. Whereas Mason Rudolph, Mason Rudolph really hasn't had that yet. So uh, I think he really has to have, have that kind of a game. Uh, I expect him to play a lot this preseason, like a lot, like Landry Jones a lot this preseason. Of course, Haskins will be in there a, a good bit too. I'm, 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 I'm assuming, but you know, Mason Rudolph is the only quarterback under contract for next year. So you don't know what's going to be going on as far as like the quarterback room next, next July and August. So I think they're going to want to give uh, Rudolph as much of a look as they can this year, just to, just to see what kind of progress he's made. Cause I mean, he, he's, he's played in what, 10 games, 12, 13 games, whatever it's been. Or, I'm sorry. He played in 10 games his first year, a few last year. Um, this will be his first preseason action in two years. So I'm pretty sure they want to see what kind of progress this guy's made. And along with Haskins, which we all want, I think we all want to see what Haskins is made of. He's kind of like that, that, um, that really expensive toy that you found on Craigslist for, a, for, for a bargain price. And you don't know why the, the, the original uh, uh, owner got rid of it. And you're just, I, I just, you just want to uh, sort of try it out and see if it, if it's, if it's uh if it's still good or if it's um, a lemon, I think a lot of people are really excited about watching Haskins and seeing what he can do and seeing, you know, that, that first round pedigree uh, in action. So hopefully um, he plays at least, I, I, I anticipate Mason Rudolph playing the entire first half on, uh, on Thursday and, and Haskins playing most of the second half. Honestly, that's how I think it's going to unfold. Maybe Hobbs will get in there for a little bit. But I think Hobbs, if he, if he, if he, if he uh, not Hobbs, Dobbs, Hobbs, Roy Hobbs. Oh gosh, live podcasting. Dobbs, duh. Anyway, I expect Dobbs to get in there maybe at the end of Thursday's game, but I think he'll, he'll, his more extensive action will come later in the preseason. And it looks like I have a, uh, a super chat, a $5 super chat I have to find. I, I must have missed it here. Let's see if I can go back and find that sucker. Maybe it, maybe I didn't miss it. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's just popping up. Eh, either way, where is that sucker? There it is, and it's from Sean Manahan, and he donates five dollars to the cause. And I thank you, Sean. We all thank you. It, it's always very helpful. And he says, "This is a comment, not a question." If Haskins can stay away from sapphire he could be a great number two he does have first round pedigree well i think a lot of people would be inclined to agree with you even sapphire aside if you just put the on the field talent in the mix and leave the sapphire stuff out which i know most people aren't going to do yeah he does have a chance to i think to 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 if he really had like if he's really um if he catches on early and and, and he dazzles i mean you know, the Steelers aren't gonna aren't gonna keep him as their number three just because uh, Mason Rudolph is is under contract next year. They're gonna they're gonna make the the what they th- who they think is the more talented and more capable player as their backup because that's what's best for business in in twenty twenty one. So, thank you for the five dollars, and I just want to welcome some more some uh, more people into the into the live chat. My friend Terry T Money. I just hung out with him on Thursday night, actually. Great place in the Strip District called uh, Pennsylvania Market. He knows the sports. Um, Kathy Ford, she's a, uh, a, a legend. Uh, Clarence Washington, same. 
So it's uh, vo- I mentioned vodka drinker earlier. So thank you for the new folks for joining me in the live chat. And I think I got everybody. So Russ Obenstein, Usman, Ashik. I think I got that right. Thank you for joining me. So I said a couple, couple more things I wanted to touch on before I uh, open things up to some questions and comments. And uh, the first thing I wanted, I wanted to talk about was the, uh, I think it went away pretty quickly, but you never know. And that was the, uh, the desire. I think it was Wednesday it's when it really started to uh, heat up because he took the, to Instagram to ask for a trade on Tuesday. And that's the desire for the Steelers to go out and, and, and acquire Xavier, Xavier Howard, uh, the cornerback from the Dolphins. You know, he kind of went was similar to Minka Fitzpatrick, um, who also played for the Dolphins, but Minka wasn't as vocal about it, um, at least not on social media. And he took the, his Instagram page and he asked for a trade. He's he's unsatisfied with the uh, the money the Dolphins are paying him, even though he signed a pretty big deal two years ago for five years, seventy five million. So when fans saw that they immediately uh, started asking, should they go out and get him? And my, my initial reaction to that, and I, I kind of maintain that position is if they were going to do that, if they were going to go out and, and make an aggressive move and pick up a, a player like, like Howard, um, they would have just signed. I'm sure they would, they would have just kept around Steven Nelson. They would have kept him around because they're both 28 and say what you want about Nelson. He might not be as good as, as Howard, but he's a legit starting cornerback in the NFL. I don't know where this 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 narrative popped up. Um, people were pretty satisfied with Nelson for two years. And all of a sudden, uh, the offseason comes around. He gets vocal. And now he can't play. He suddenly can't play. You know, But that's obviously, I think that's just more sour grapes or whatever you want to call it. Not sour grapes, but. Uh, it's a reaction to his reaction, to his uh, negative reaction to the organization and the falling out that he had with the Steelers more than it is his, an indictment of his play or, or yeah, indicative of, of, of uh, Nelson's play. So if you're going to keep, if you're going to go out and get Howard, you would have just kept Nelson because, you know, starting cornerbacks for $8 million, a really good starting cornerback for $8 million, that's a pretty good bargain in 2021. And, um, you know, as far as, as, as Howard, I mean, if he came here, he wouldn't just come here and just decide, I don't, I don't want a new contract. He would still want a new contract. So they have to work something out in that regard. And, you know, yeah, they have a lot of, of room under the cap starting next year, but you have to pay TJ Watt. You have to pay Minka. Right. Um, you might want to have, you might be interested in finding a new starting quarterback, a veteran quarterback that you're going to have to pay at least 20, 25 million. If you don't draft one in the first round, provided Ben doesn't come back. And if he does come back, then that's another 25, 30 million or whatever. You're going to have to pay 20 million to keep him around. So uh, yeah, that's a lot of money to invest in, in, in one position secondary, I should say one unit, I should say, uh, 12, 15 million for, uh, for Howard, whatever you're going to have to pay Minka, which probably be a similar amount per year. And then TJ Watt's going to, going to break the bank. 
So yeah, I don't, I don't, it's not a feasible thing in my opinion. So I, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that tr transpires between Howard and the dolphins. If they do decide to trade him, because I mean, they have to be feeling pretty, um, pretty, they have to have a complex at this point. Minka won it out a couple of years ago, even though they, they were kind of planning on designing the defense around him. He wanted out now Howard, who has made the Pro Bowl twice, two, two times in the last three years, I think. And he led the NFL in interceptions in 2020. He wants out. So, gosh, you know, you're trying to build a secondary if you're Miami and you can't seem to get anybody that wants to stay around. So it's, uh, It'll be it'll be interesting to see if they can work things out or if he does wind up getting traded. So. Brian Brown asks, and this is based on, on what you heard coming out of at least the early portion of training camp, and that's Ingram playing uh, outside and inside. And he asks, will Ingram get time at inside linebacker? I'm assuming he will. I'm assuming they're gonna, if they're, if they're trying it in training camp or at training camp. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to try to see what they, what, what he can do it in that regard um, in a preseason game. But I think Shannon kind of pointed out last week that on the hangover that they were moving both uh, TJ Watt and Highsmith over and having them play sort of in the middle and not necessarily an inside linebacker. So maybe that's the kind of role they're trying Ingram at. Um, maybe it's not necessarily inside linebacker. Maybe he's just trying to, fill a role in the middle if that even makes any sense you know i'm not an x and o's guy but but yeah i do think i think i think if they if they're trying him in in various positions or in, at least in various positions on the field at training camp they're, they're certainly going to try it in the preseason game because why not and here's one from dj2 and you get this a lot uh when because fans know that they have like 12 million dollars left under the cap and he says the question is WTF, you know, and, uh, you know what that stands for. Are we going to do with the money we have left? We did make all this cap space to, to not use it. Cut Nelson for what? Extend what? We need that much money in 21, 2021 for, for that? Uh, believe it or not, probably. I mean, you know, it's like, um, well, first of all, if they would bring in somebody like Howard, that wipes out all the cap space. You know, I don't know how they could possibly work it out because he's, contracted through what 2024 so it's not like you, you can um prorate this deal through you know next three or four years he's already contracted through the next uh three seasons so you know they went out and they they, they got the outside linebacker as far as depth they went out and they got the 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 right guard to to replace um the castro so you know i you know like I talked about a couple weeks ago, you have these players out there, the ones that are still free agents I'm talking about. They're still sitting out there in July. So more often than not, there's a reason. You know, my, my question is, why not just trust what you already have in-house? Why not just trust Zach Banner? Why not just trust Shooks? Why not just see what you have in James Pierre? A lot of people are super excited. Talk about somebody that somebody else I wanted. I can't believe I, 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 I forgot his name. James Pierre. The undrafted free agent uh, coming into year two. So many people, including Shannon White, Jeffrey Benedict, they're just so excited about the guy. He's a he's, he appears to be a physical specimen. He's 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 taller. He's heavier, not heavier, but 
bigger. He's, he's a bigger type corner, like a cornerback, a cornerback, like a like in the mold of a Nike Taylor, like that kind of a specimen. Let's see what you have in him. You know, because sometimes you have to go out and you have to develop these guys that aren't premium picks that aren't, that aren't um, uh, that caliber of a player. You have to go out and develop these, these undrafted free agencies, lower round picks. You know, you can't always just say, well, these players that are available are better than what they have on their roster. So they have to go out and get those guys. It doesn't, you know, you know it's not how it usually works in sports. Sometimes you just have to, you just have to trust that you can develop your own players. And uh, like Alex Highsmith is a great example of that. And you're, you're hearing these reports out of camp that he's like the last one off the field every day, which does not, first of all, does not shock me. When I, when I read up on him, when I read his profile and, and, and listened to interviews from his college coaches and his high school coaches and his dad, just and him personally, and his story from Char- you know, as a walk on at Charlotte, he, he, he went from being a walk on at a school that didn't even exist a decade ago to being an all American to being a, a, a pass rushing um, just phenom doesn't surprise me at all that he's, he's, he's such a tireless worker. So somebody like that, I mean, you know, you just have to trust that you, you, you went out and you, you, you identified this guy as somebody who could possibly be your replacement at outside linebacker, outside linebacker for Bud Dupree, who you, you were pretty sure you weren't going to be able to keep around. Uh, and, and if he, if he does it, well, I mean, you know, that's what you, that's what the draft's for. That's what free agency, or I'm sorry, that's what uh, training camps were that, you know, developing these younger guys. You can't just always rely on bringing in these free agents that are sitting out there. You have to be able, be able to develop your own players, you know? So why do they have 12 million? Why aren't they doing anything with when they still have 12 million left under the cap? Maybe they have confidence in the guys that they already, that they still have on their roster. That they, that they currently have on their roster, I should say. Maybe that's why they're not going out and, and, and addressing all these issues that are so concerning to the fans and even those in the media are questioning, why aren't they doing this? Why aren't they doing that? Because maybe they want to find out what they have in these guys. Maybe they have confidence. Maybe they, they feel that they already have something in a lot of these young players. So that's why, just because they have $12 million under the cap doesn't mean they have to go out and spend it. You know, it's not what it's always for. You know, it's, it's funny. People are always complaining about them being up against the cap every year. They're up against the cap. They're up against the cap. Now they have $12 million or, or thereabouts and people are <laughs> wanting them to, 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 to uh, spend what half of that, all of that, who knows? So, all right. Well, I, you know what um, DJ too. And you say, I got you, Tony. I'm more, more just venting mad that we cut Nelson to begin with. I kind of agree with that. You know, I, I don't know what, what led to this fallout, whether it was them wanting him to take a pay cut um, or him wanting more money. But I mean, Kevin Colbert, you could choose to believe him, believe him or not, but Kevin Colbert kind of said in an interview I guess right around the time of the draft or before the draft, we didn't think it was going to, his salary was going to work for us with our salary cap situation. So it might've been just that simple. They wanted him to take a pay cut and he said, no. So they, they said, well, we're going to try to trade you. And if we can't find any offers for you, 
we'll, we'll release you. And maybe he was just saying, look, you made your decision. Remember, that's what he said in, in, on Twitter. You made your decision. Now make a move. I feel like a hostage, whatever, whatever he said that made people mad. But it was probably how it went down. The more I think about it, they probably wanted him to take a pay cut. And he said, no, I'm, I'm a, I started for you two years in a row. I'm a pretty darn good cornerback. I'm not taking a pay cut. At eight, I'm, already, I'm only making $8 million. I shouldn't say only, but as far as your upper echelon cornerbacks, he was making, he was a bargain. And they maybe were asking him to take a pay cut. He's like, no, I'm not going to take a pay cut. So they probably told him, well, well it doesn't work for us. Uh, we don't, we can't afford to pay you 8 million this year. So we're going to try to trade you. If not, we're going to release you. And they probably waited a little bit too long for his taste. Remember free agency had just begun and he was still, he was still sitting on their roster and they hadn't made a decision on him yet. And they just, he kind of just like forced their hand and they had to cut him. So. All right. I have one more thing I wanted, I wanted to discuss and I thought it was kind of funny and I'm really interested to see how the fans feel about this, how, how the, how the, um, the people in the live chat and people listening feel about this. And that's, there was a, a thing posted on Twitter on Thursday from the, you know, it was posted on the Steelers uh, scoreboard at Heinz field during a training camp session. And it was imploring fans who were live in attendance not to post videos that they t that they took, not to post it on social media. And I kind of just thought that was funny. And you know, I, I realize I think there's a rule for that. You're not allowed to do that. Um, but come on, you know, I realize, and I and it's probably coming from Mike Tomlin because that's the most paranoid person on, on, on planet earth, as far as I'm concerned is, is an NFL head coach. I mean, you would hear stories like from years ago, like George Allen, the old Washington head coach, uh, thinking that there was uh, the blimp flying overhead, uh, while they were preparing for Super Bowl what seven against the dolphins, that that was a spy. So, you know, I'm sure it's, I'm sure Tomlin was a driving force in, and, and, and asking them to put this message up on the scoreboard. But I just think it's silly because really how much can you glean from a, from a, a one video taken from a fan smartphone sitting in the stands at Heinz field? Uh, yeah, maybe it shows a, a, a form, a, a particular formation and what they do on that one play. But there's, there's a such thing as tendencies, right? When, when you're talking about, what teams do in particular formations, you know, they don't all just, they don't all do this. They don't do the same thing every single time. They're in a, they're in a, a particular formation, whether it's, um, well, whatever, uh, the eye, uh, like various, uh, personnel groupings, like 12 personnel, 11 personnel teams don't do the same thing every single time. Sometimes they, they pass it a tight end. Sometimes they run. Sometimes they, they, go deep. You just never know what you're going to do. So to try to think that anybody's going to, going to see that video on, on social media and try to dissect it, you know, some spy for another team. To me, it's kind of laughable, you know, I mean, everything when it comes to being an NFL fan, as far as stuff that you want to consume, whether it's a, an actual game live, uh, a TV package you have to buy to, to watch the game from somewhere else, like a different part of the country, other than Pittsburgh, it's pretty darn expensive. 
you know, going to a game, obviously the tickets like a hundred bucks parking's just a joke as far as what, what they charge and, you know, beer and food. I mean, that's just ridiculous. So come on, you know, let the fans, you know, share in the, in the excitement of what they're experiencing live uh, and, and allow them to, to, to have a, a moment where they, they post stuff online and, and other fans can like, Ooh, and, and they can chime in and they can enjoy, enjoy it too. Join in on the experience. Come on. You know, you, you know, like the, the NFL is so funny when it comes to stuff like that. I mean, you know, there's all that they, they think that, and this kind of feeds into other stuff like, like people worry about like trash talking and bulletin board material and all this stuff. I mean, football is mainly about lining up across from the person you're facing. Did I say that right? And uh, beating him physically, really. That's what football is mainly all about. But yet everybody's so paranoid about these intangible things um, affecting whether or not you win or lose a game. So that's all I want to say about that. Nothing earth shattering. I just think it's silly. I just, I just think to me, I, I personally think it's a bad look <laughs> because it just, it just seems petty. And I'm not, uh, I'm not always critical or often critical of the Steelers, but I think stuff like that's kind of petty. That's just my personal opinion. So on that note, I will take some questions and comments to close out the show. Let's see what we have here in the live chat. Here's one from DJ, DJ two. Maybe they're just worried about Canada's offense being unique and new. Who knows? It's not like the entire offense isn't available to the NFL by week three, but they may think it gives them help week one. Thank you, DJ2, because I was going to include that, and I, I guess I forgot as I was rambling on. That's a good point, because after the first few weeks of a season, everything's out there anyway, right? Everything's out there. Well, I should hire you as my my assistant, because I can, I can finish off what I wanted to say. <laughs> Everything's out there, right? The horse is out of the barn after the first few weeks. You know, you're not going to hold back your really good place till later on in the year when you when you really need them. No, you're gonna you're gonna maybe you don't show everything right away, but you show pretty much most of your game plan over the first two or three games, depending on your opponent. You're not just going to leave stuff in the bag because you're afraid that if you do if you do uh, use it, then teams are going to know it and they're going to they're going to game plan against it. No, you're going to use whatever you can to win each and every week, starting in week one. So, yeah. And even in the preseason, people always talk about vanilla this and vanilla that. You're still going to be working on some of the stuff that you're going to want to use during the regular season. You're not just going to uh, leave it to chance and just work on it at training camp and then unveil it during the season. No, you're going to work on it at least a little bit during the preseason. So, thank you, DJ, too. That's you helped me refocus what I wanted to say. So I, I appreciate that. You get a gold star for what it's worth. And Steelers Pittsburgh says COVID protocols are getting, getting to be a hotter topic and they're going to remain that way all throughout the course of the year because you have the vaccine stuff and then you have, you're going to, you're, you're, there's probably going to be a point somewhere during the year where s- some team has an outbreak, whether they're, you know, even leaving leaving the vaccine out of it, they're gonna, there's going to be a, a point where some team is 
has an outbreak and you're probably gonna have to postpone a game and it's going to affect the buy. So yeah, it's never going to stop being a, a hot topic until this pandemic is behind us entirely, which when, whenever that is hopefully <laughs> sooner rather than later. So yeah, that's a good point. Oh gosh. Here's one DJ too is asking that I might not be able to answer. Cause I'm not, that's, uh, I'm not much of an X and O's, uh, personnel kind of guy, but we'll see. He says, happy to help Tony. What's your prediction for week one? Nickel DBs, uh, uh, right corner, left corner slot. I think how I think it's going to go down right now, as of right now, I, obviously Hayden's going to be your one of your starting corners. I think they're going to start the year um, with with uh, Sutton on the outside, and then as far as like the slot, um, and and dime and whatever nickel and everything. I don't know. I mean, I think uh, as far as candidates. Uh, who would, who would fill the slot while, while uh, Sutton's on the outside. Um, Brooks is the candidate, but then there's like these undrafted free agents, Arthur Millett's a, I guess more of a veteran. He's another candidate to do that. But um, if they go to like different packages and I guess uh, if, if Pierre has a really good preseason, then he can obviously be, be your, one of your outside corners and, and Sutton can, can slide into the slot. Uh, but yeah, somebody like Shannon or Jeffrey or KT Smith, they, they'd probably be, be better at answering that question. I'm not much of a expert and I'm just really intrigued by, by, um, by Brooks's, um, potential. If he's really can, uh, can make that leap as a six round pick. I know a lot of people are, are um, questioning his, his speed. I think he runs a 4.6. I'm not sure what Mike Hilton's speed, uh, 40 yard time is, but, um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I think Sutton might start the year on the outside. That's just my hunch. And uh, maybe as the year goes on, maybe maybe Pierre, somebody like that, can uh, can seize that number two spot, and then Sutton can can go to the inside and, and maybe where he's more of a natural fit. And Steeler Nation four one two says the hype train for Pierre is becoming real. Hopefully, that's a, that's a good way to, to tag it. Hopefully, indeed. And the DJ two is a star tonight. He says, uh, gotcha. I'm, I'm most worried about slot. Now that we lost Hilton and Nelson essentially went from Sutton as an elite backup slot to no slot at all. Yeah. Well, well, that's the thing about Pierre. If he really shows out this uh, summer, then if he wins that starting uh, job on the outside, then, then slot can go to, or Sutton can go to the slot. And, you know, he's a, he's a, uh, somebody that they're, that they're really high on uh, after a few years uh, being, he was at number three draft or third round pick in 2017. And they're really, I, I know they're really high on him. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I'll have to see how that, how that works. Jared devil says, well, veteran leadership experience beat out Kendrick green, Kendrick green for starting center spot. You know what? I don't think so. I think Kendrick green's going to win that job. I mean, uh, JC has an hour. He's not much of a veteran. I mean, last year was his first uh, cup of tea in the NFL. BJ Finney's been around the block, but, uh, you know, I think he's, um, I, th I think he's, he's, a lot of people think he's better off as a guard. A lot of people think he's better off as a reserve, period. So I think Kendrick Green's going to win that job. 
Lumber's X joining us, and he says, glad I could catch a live one with Tony. Hard to catch a live one for me. Well, judging by your picture, you're a, you're a father of a, of a, of a young uh, baby, so that's, uh, it's hard to make time for anything from what I understand. So, But I thank you for joining me tonight. What else we have here? Brian Brown asked, there are a lot of good DBs stepping up for the Steelers. Do you think we lose any after final cuts? Of course, because, I mean, you, you look at the numbers. I mean, you have, uh, obviously, you have Hayden, Pierre, uh, Lane, Brooks, um, the, the, the rookies, uh, uh, Lamont Wade. Uh, is, that, is that one of the rookies? Yeah. Or, or, no, no, Mark Gilbert. I think Lamont Wade's the, running, uh, the uh, linebacker. I, I might have said that wrong earlier. Lamont Wade. And, uh, and and I'm sorry, Gilbert, and then uh, Shakur Brown. So somebody's probably somebody's not going to make the final roster. So somebody's going to going to going to uh, either be on the practice squad or be somewhere else. So definitely. And Creex uh, asked, "Do you think Pat Fryermuth will be the next Heath? I think he's going to surpass him as far as maybe not as far as like." Um, being a uh, the all-time best tight end ever, but as far as being a weapon in the in the in the passing game, I think he's going to be because I mean, tight ends have come a long way since Heath Miller was uh, really in his prime. When you think about it, in terms of how they're utilized around the NFL, and he he looks like he looks like a Travis Kelsey, uh, George Kittle type of tight end. That kind of somebody Austin Hooper, somebody who can be a real matchup problem while also, you know, being able to block a little bit. So I, I think as far as being a weapon in the moment, I think he can, he can surpass uh, what Heath is able to do. Will he be an all-time great here? I don't know. But in the short term, I think he can be a really valuable weapon for them. Yeah, Lumberjack brings up a good point that I was shocked to to, to see on, on Twitter on Friday from Jerry Dulac of the Post-Gazette. And it's about uh, Zach Gentry, the – uh, what fifth round pick from 2019, a tight end from Michigan. And he says, I've been hearing a lot, hearing really good things about Gentry and, and, and improvements with blocking and catching. It might've taken a while, but that's another potential weapon. Yeah. That's somebody that's uh, worth keeping an eye on because people remember, have to remember he was a, he was a converted uh, quarterback out of uh, in college. He converted from quarterback to tight end, I believe in college. And that's not an easy thing to do. So, yeah, I, uh, you know, he was kind of an afterthought after after two years, but you never know. You just never know how, how things are going to work out, right? So they counted out James Harrison for many years, meaning the NFL counted out James Harrison, and he went on to uh, become the greatest uh, sack uh, artist in Steelers history, so as far as stats anyway. So you just never know. And on that note... I am. Oh yeah, I got. I got a third. I forgot about this. I, I saw it late, and I, I, sh- I was going to comment on it. And this is from Jared Devil, and he says, "Man, I hope Troy makes it." And that means to the Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, next weekend. He reported on Friday that he contracted the COVID virus. So, you know, um, it, it's it's unfortunate if he can't make it uh, for his uh, induction, but. I, he's going to do everything he can to uh, uh, 
get healthy and, and, and be as safe for himself and his people around him as he can, I guess. But uh, fortunately he still has about what, about a week or so to go. So uh, I just hope he, he, he can make it. And obviously I hope he's healthy and, 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 and symptom free and totally free of the virus. And he can enjoy the, uh, the weekend with everybody else. Cause it's, it's a once in a lifetime thing, you know, and, and to have it um, sort of um, tainted by, by this would, would be a shame. So uh, best of luck and, and uh, get healthy to Troy Palomalo. And I'm going to, uh, on that note, say good night. And uh, it was a fun show. I had, a, I had a really good time and you guys were, Great to interact with, as always. Uh, please uh, check out, again, check out Behind the Store Curtain, the website. Check out our, pla- our podcasting platform. Uh, stay tuned next week. All, I mean, stay tuned tomorrow, uh, Saturday, Sunday, but all throughout next week as we get you ready, uh, both in the, on the editorial side, on Behind the Store Curtain, the website, but also on our with, with our plethora of podcasts as we get you, re- get you ready for the hall of fame game with the, against the Cowboys next Thursday, you're, you're really going to love what we have in store for you. So uh, on that note, I will uh, bid you adieu and wish you a happy weekend. And as always go Steelers. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.